Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. More importantly, a podcast about CBS Fall Programming. <laughs> Hello, Danielle. How are you? Hi, Brett. I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I, I'm going to be better once... CBS's incredible fall slate. So help me, Todd. Comes oh my gosh. <laughs> to what my television. Is so help me, Todd, about. <laughs> exactly. I can't tell. It's her son, played by Skylar Austin from the um, Pitch Perfect films, Spring Awakening on Broadway. Uh, he, I don't understand. He's like a troublemaker, but he also works for her and she's a lawyer. So help me, yeah, Tom. Like I don't get the pun. Be positive. They're exchanging blood. <laughs> got, I got it. Yeah. This one is. Yeah. This one is weird. Anytime they try to frame it around, like you're gonna love Todd. <laughs> like, who's Todd? Why do I care? Yeah. Why don't you just name it? Mom Hearts Todd, much like Bob Hearts Abishola. <laughs> okay, have you seen the tra- the previews for the Bob Hearts Abishola premiere? So I've seen one. It's hard because obviously you don't get CBS. So, but well, I do get Paramount Plus Live on oh, my computer oh, gotcha. thanks to a little VPN action. So, comedy, mm-hmm. Bob Hearts Abishola, and the premiere is like. <laughs> Abishola's like <laughs> going to like a hospital and she's like, give me back my son. <laughs> oh my God. That's not the one I've been seeing. The one I've been seeing is just them staring at each other and he goes, can I have a hug? And she goes, not yet. <laughs> and that's it. That's the promo. It's cr- It's like, what is this show? I thought, yeah, I thought the last I saw they were on a bus. They were charming. They were flirting together. I, I don't know what happened here. Are Bob and Abishola breaking up? Are they getting a divorce? What's happening? It seemed like things were take going in a, a, a serious direction. <laughs> we'll get to Big Brother in a minute. Calm down. You guys know what podcast you're listening to. <laughs> we I we need have to, to talk, discuss. Yeah. I need to talk about East New York. Okay. <laughs> Danielle, do you... Danielle, you lived in New York for longer than I did. A long time. But we both were New York City residents. Yes. We went to JFK, we rode oh, the yeah. subway, we got some zo- dollar slices of pizza. Naturally. We said, I'm walking here. Mm-hmm. Can you can you say where East New York is? <laughs> well. Is it a neighborhood you've ever heard of? I've heard, I have heard of East New York. Um, it's in Brooklyn. I Have I ever been there? No. Um, it's, it's, it's like quite far east. Quite. But I actually do know someone from, I'm pretty sure he's from East New York. His name was Tax, is Tax. Tax. He's a big time Tax. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Uncle Tax Sam's season. coming? Yeah, like his podcast is called Tax Season. I did his podcast once. He's like a big New York podcasting guy. Um, but he was from East New York. Uh, that's all I know about it, honestly. So they Here's keep showing... I, oh, sorry. What's up? I just don't think we need another cop show. I'm sick of these cops. Can I just say I'm sick of it? It's easy for the networks to be like cops, hospitals, lawyers. Like, that's just yeah. it for, we should have known. for TV shows. I just never heard of East New York. And I live in New, I lived in New York. And the, all the trailers are like, this is how we do it in East New York. Yeah. All I'm I like, know, no one knows this. No all I know is Taxstone, and if you look him up, 
You'd want a show about him. You don't want a show about the cops. You want we a show about tax. <laughs> we don't need another show about a podcaster. No. Have you seen different network? We'll get to Big Brother in a minute. Come on. <laughs> Have you seen there is a new interview with the vampire, but it's going to be on AMC? I sure have. It seems that they're doing a podcast with vampires in this one. That is what it is. Um, interview. And who's the guy? I need to remember. It's someone who's the new Tom the Cruise. new interviewer. No, it's Eric Bogosian. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Wasn't it like Guy Pierce in the movie? In the movie, it was uh, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah, we watched it recently, actually, the movie. Um, Tom Cruise is fabulous. Brad Pitt is whatever. Wow. But, and Kirsten Dunst has been an absolute shining star, star. since birth. Oh, star. We love her. Okay, Danielle, Wait, I guess we'll talk. Thing, one last thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I cannot stand the welcome back, welcome back, welcome oh, back yeah. jingle that they've landed on. And the fact that they've chosen to use that jingle and then a two second clip from whether it's the neighborhood or whatever, the freaking neighborhood, Grove, <laughs> Grove <laughs> <and> Johnson. <laughs> that show is so on. And the clips they're showing to promote it are literally the two lead characters, Mac Greenfield and what's his butt, sitting in a car in silence. Like, there's no jokes. Or it's like Max Greenfield uh, barbecuing. Like, there's no joke. There's not even a line. It's just that song, Welcome Back. And we're supposed to be thrilled by this? What happened to CBS's publicity department? What happened? Same They're department all on that so was like, Todd. Same department that was like, do we need uh, like actual cast photos this year of BB24? Or can we just put them in front of a gray wall and take an <laughs> iPhone picture? Uh, do we need an opening credits? Where no. Terrence folds his arm? No, oh, man. We don't have that. We don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that would have been we him got, too. Yeah. Or no, he would have been like he would have been doing the motion. Oh, the like, scritchy scratchy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turntables. <laughs> we got to do that episode. We came up with this idea like a month ago. And we haven't done it of what everybody's. Oh yeah. Everybody's pose opening. would be if we had an opening sequence this year. Not no. today. Not today. There's so much to talk about, and I already forget all of it, even though I swear, as I was watching Sunday's episode, I was like, oh my gosh, so much to discuss. As I was watching Wednesday, I was like, OMG, so much to discuss. Let's just kick it off. Julie Chen yeah. was wearing a sleeveless, beige, perforated sweater that sparkled under those hot studio lights, a long taupe tapered pant her hair was like a helmet this look was absolutely shocking i couldn't believe my eyes for such an exciting this is a two hour long episode maybe she was like i'm gonna be comfortable i'm gonna wear my sweater the first live audience in years first live audience in years a huge twist being announced big brother is the number one show on television this summer and this is what she chose to wear this was offensive to me as a viewer. This was offensive to Indy, who was getting evicted. This was absolutely an affront to the Lord, Julie's homeboy. Yeah. I give this a knot. 
she looked like a librarian. <laughs> and like not a sexy, not a like, oh, she took off her glasses and revealed that she's actually like. No, like, can you help me find the Da Vinci code? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said it last week. When it's a hot, it's a hot. You just yeah, know. You just And know. when it's a knot, it's a knot. Oh this is a God. fucking knot. Just so yeah. like so boring. Just like standing like against the wall. I and mean, you're like, where I can't even find where Julie is. I don't know where the wall starts and, and Julie begins. It was so horrible. Um, and I, I mean, we got a lot of people, a lot of people messaging us about this. So I see Marco BB said she stopped by to host on her way to Walmart. Wall, talk about the wall. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Courtney Liz UT said she clearly came straight from the church lady potluck. An absolute <laughs> not beige. <laughs> Lizzie Reed said no, because I really wanted her to wear a badass fire suit and then she wears this. I'm speechless. Yeah, I was speechless too. I really could not believe this. Um, we got to talk about this week. Danielle, we're going to probably upset some people. <laughs> we are. We're going to upset a lot of people. But that's been our our lives this season is just we are the we, we are sitting in the unpopular opinion gallery and that's fine. We're not going to sit with the majority every season. That's okay. I can say this is going to be like this is pretty much the best season since like the Steve Moses Vanessa season. Yes, which is like BB it 17, is for right? sure. For sure. And honestly, like looking at who's left, like I'm pretty much going to be like stoked if anybody wins other than Alyssa. <laughs> because Alyssa is just like a nothing. Alyssa is so I, I texted Brett. I said, Alyssa and Taylor should not be on this show. They should be on an MTV show. However, I'm so happy they are on this show because they are the reason for all of the drama. Alyssa is so plain and boring. Alyssa, Alyssa's idea of making a funny face for a photo is sticking her tongue out. Oh, you know Alyssa what I mean? is the girl you know I mean? with the chips on her head and the like, haha, she's so crazy. You remember that meme? Yeah. That's who Alyssa is. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa's we've like. We've discussed the meme before. Alyssa literally came to the house to find, like, a Christian husband, and good for her. Oh, yeah. Alyssa, in that very way, Very inexperienced wins. in bed. Very yeah, unclear wins. about what he wants. I will say, I do also, we're saying all this, I actually do, I like Alyssa. Every time oh. I see her on feeds, I'm like, oh, if only she was good at this game, because if she was, she would win. She is so likable. She's just Absolutely. like an easygoing, fun. Like I know we're saying that she's not; she doesn't have a personality, but she's also that kind of personality where she gets along with everyone. She, you can always have a conversation with her and walk away feeling heard and feeling like, oh, that was a good time. Like she's the type of person I would always invite to hang out if I'm having a group hangout because I'm like, okay, she'll get along with everyone. I don't need to. She'll worry show about her. up on time. Yeah. She'll bring a dish. Yes. She'll maybe help clean a little bit. Yeah. So all these things I said, 98% of the time, she's like, she's just like a solid, like buffer NPC person to be around. Yeah. And then every like 2% of the time, she does something that's like kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the first thing, and I'm really glad they included it because this was actually on feeds a big part of the turn against Alyssa that they didn't show. They kind of only need they they harped, they zoned in, they zoomed in on the London thing. But one of the other things that really upset Taylor this week. And they did include it in the show, but they didn't include Taylor recognizing it and talking about it with other people. Is on the wall comp, everyone, Taylor wins. She jumps down. She's crying, you know, tears of joy and, and all that stuff. And they, they, they show this. Alyssa goes, oh, that's enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop with this. I loved it. I loved it. And that was something that Taylor had clocked in the moment. And after the veto had been won and they were kind of beginning to shift their target towards Alyssa, the London thing, that also happened. That was another like completely wild card moment from like the most vanilla person in the game. But that thing of like, oh, that's oh, that's enough. Like, OK, we've seen enough of you <laughs> celebrating. You know. I thought she was kidding, though. Wasn't she kind of doing it? She laughed after. Like, what was interesting is I had heard them talk about it. I heard the, I'd heard them talk about it before I actually saw the moment because that was happening, you know, on the on the feeds or whatever. I didn't watch the the competition as it went down. And then I watched it. I was like, you know what? I don't think she said that in the nicest of tones. She said it in like a. Okay, we've seen enough from you. Like, okay, we yeah, get it. You it win. It was a sarcastic, yeah, for yeah. sure sarcastic, but I thought in a funny, I'm like, if they were friends, if Alyssa and Taylor were friends, it would be a funny thing to say, where I think Taylor would think it was funny too, but they If I was really. friends with Ben Affleck, I'd be hanging out on the beach, smoking cigarettes and eating Dunkin' Donuts, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a beautiful morning. Um, they're not so yeah I totally agree there was that and then as you mentioned the veto moment OMG but that's what I'm saying I love my girlies this season's women are so great I'm so sad that they're all sending each other other than Indy Indy was a flop so I'm fine losing her crazy crazy the one who we were like she's she's got it she's got it (sighs) she's had more to say after she was evicted than she did like in the house ever she was so poor. I was so mad that Julie was even interviewing her. I was like, I really don't even think we need to hear anything out of this person ever again. She gets up and she does the speech. So I love you guys so much. It's an honor to be the first Brazilian playing this game. All these very nice things that are just very boilerplate. Like, yeah, great. I'm also happy for you, all of these things as well. I'm like super happy you were on the show, but like boring, boring, yeah. whatever. And then after she, and then after she's evicted, she's like giving a speech about like someone good better win this game or else I'm going to be upset. That's the Indy I want. She just could not deliver. She, she is, she is gone and she will not be missed. I'm sorry. Let's focus on the ladies in the house who we love. Jasmine, a fiery personality who is always, I will die on this hill. She is shockingly better at comps than you think she's going to be. She's always like it makes it one round further than I think she will. Or she's beats sneaky. someone else. I love Jasmine. Then you got Brittany. Brittany's a fucking mess. <laughs> this woman is a mess. She just cannot shut up. She Every time I look on the beats and she's there, she's talking game to someone. I love it. She's always like on the brink of blowing everything up. She never quite blows things up, but she's close. Then I don't, we got... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to say this, 
because every time we say someone's good, that means they like get ev- evicted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael is really fucking good at Big Brother. He's going to win. Everyone's like, oh, he's being so stupid winning. I, again, I will say, it doesn't matter if he's winning all these comps. They're still not going to do anything about it because they like him. But it actually reminds me a little bit, obviously, different. Michael is was winning a lot in the way that Kevin, who we just had on the podcast, it reminds me of Kevin and Helena a lot. Where like you had this kind of obvious duo, <laughs> yeah, and he is and Kevin was out there in the same way Michael is out there talking to everyone and like playing the game really hard, but in a way where they think they're making the decisions. Michael always makes other people feel like they're making the decisions and they're in control, and then like the kind of right hand of Helena, who's like also talking a lot of game with people, making them feel really comfortable, giving them ideas, pushing them in different directions. I just think it's very similar. Obviously, Michael has won like six competitions so far. And Kevin, I think only won like one veto. But like, I don't know. It reminds me of that kind of like duo that's kind of just like coasting through the game. Everyone talks to them. They're really good manipulators, but like not, over-the-top, noticeable manipulators to the rest of the house. Just something that I thought of. No, definitely. They're a good little dynamic duo. Um, But so, yeah, Brittany's great. Alyssa is the cause, despite how bland she is, in a very likable way, I do like her. She's totally bland and inoffensive, and yet she is causing so much drama. Whether Whether, like through her own action, like saying that thing about Taylor when she was winning or taking the trip from Taylor or through her showmance with Kyle, he refuses. Like, she's the reason that this alliance is not going to work together anymore. And she doesn't even know this alliance exists. (laughs) Basically, yeah, I mean, I do want to talk about Taylor this week because like... and then we got Taylor. Oh, my God. Taylor went up. Everyone started hating Taylor this week. I started loving Taylor before I liked her. I'm I'm not like really into when people are just like downtrodden <laughs> and sad. Like I felt bad for her, obviously. I liked her as a person. I didn't think she deserved it. But I was just sort of like, meh, this is a kind of boring storyline. Now that she's gone from underdog to villainess, I love it. Do you know what rank Taylor is? On the official Joker's rankings? <laughs> I'm sure she's high. No, I don't know. What number? How, uh, um, Out of I, 16. I'm going to say number one. No. What? Number five. Wow, that's low. I thought and in the last know- 24 hours, number six. Oh, she's dropping. She but is- on Danny's unofficial ranking, she's never been higher. Again, we like Taylor. (laughs) I want to say this, and I think you tweeted it. Taylor, I'm sorry, America, is cringe. Oh, yeah. Taylor's cringe, but that's why I love her now. I mean, that's why you, she shot up your rankings (laughs) because you like cringy people who are not, who are kind of chaotic and not particularly good at Big Brother. Yeah. That's why we like like Jasmine. Exactly. I need, I need someone to be nuts, a little nuts. Here's something that will freak out, that will get me canceled, (laughs) that will trigger both sides. Oh, boy. The cons and the libs. (laughs) Taylor and Jasmine are the same. 
Yes. I think that's, the, I think that's probably very, very true. It's like, a, and that's why they, well, Taylor wants to be friends with Jasmine, but Jasmine doesn't want to be friends with Taylor. <laughs> Jasmine doesn't want to be friends with anybody. That's why I, I think Jasmine is hilarious. I know. I agree. I was watching a little bit of the feeds and Jasmine was like, I don't even care about famous people. And I'm normally when people say that they're just talking smoke. And if they were in a famous person's presence, you know, they'd like oh. be odd. But I'm actually Frankie like, no. Grande? Yeah, I think Jasmine really would be like, yeah, Ben Affleck's cool, but you know who's cooler? Me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really, Anna to who? Anna to what us? Like, Anna, what about what's Jasmine? your favorite quality about me on my birthday? <laughs> yeah, and I love that about her. Um, yeah, I think Taylor just like, <sighs> she was like told by producers 100% the fans love you. They're eating you up. So you got to play it up in the DR. And she was like, okay, I'll give them something to talk about. <laughs> and so she went way overboard. Like, poor Kyle, when she screamed at him in the story. That was room, rough. That was that rough was, for everybody. That, but that's what I loved. Because, like, inadvertently, she thinks, she thinks she's making good TV, right? She's like, I'm going to give them something to talk about. But instead of it landing, what's actually giving me good TV is the cringe factor of her trying to like being such a tryhard. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. That. I mean, Kyle was going to have to rationalize his decision to the five swatters. LOL. Ugh. Anyways. But her, but Taylor calling extra attention made him like, what was he going to say? His rationale was, I knew that they were going to put Alyssa up because I'm working with that side of the house. I was right. actually doing this because we needed to protect w one number in this house because I knew for a fact that someone else in this alliance was going to go up as the replacement nominee and I would wanted to protect them. But by saying that, then he outs that the, uh, that the leftovers exist, which he might have had to do anyways. I yeah, and he kind I'm of talked his way out of it. But Taylor doing that to him forces him to be in a position to have to do that, and it was just like super sloppy on her part. Just like stop calling attention to shit. No, she couldn't. She had to. She had to. She's. This is where it's like, sorry guys. Hashtag Paloma was right, <laughs> but Taylor does not have self awareness. She isn't aware of how she comes across to people. And so she thought like it was going to be like, I don't know what she thought. I don't, I actually don't even know what she thought Kyle was going to think or what her alliance was going to think about that. But she did it anyway. I don't know, but I don't care. I'm grateful. I mean, and just to rewind a little bit, she wants to get Terrence out. Fine. Okay. Well, that and then she's up, like, how she are we going to do that? Yeah. Nominate Terrence and Turner. All leftover Pawn versus Terrence. Okay. Okay. Galaxy Brand. What if I just nominate Turner and Monty? <laughs> yeah. Then the veto has to be used. No, not really. What if Indy wins it? What if, Jan <laughs> like, what if half of the house wins the veto? <laughs> well, this was like... This kind of playing actually is starting to annoy me where everything has to be a blind side. At this point, there are so many leftovers and there are four non-leftovers in the house, right? There's Indy, yeah. Alyssa, Jasmine, and Terrence. 
the only one of them at that point who had any comp abilities was Jasmine. <laughs> but even still, just put two of them up. Like the jig is up. I'm so, like, stop having to. You don't have to blindside anyone. I mean, um, backdoor. Backdoor. People. Yeah. No. Especially because like they all kind of suck at comps. Exactly. There's truly. There's nothing. Like, what does it matter? Any one of those four can go home, and it doesn't matter. And that's why I was a little bit ruffled by the drama. Like, there was quite a bit of drama after the veto wasn't used of, like, who are we going to get out? I mean, the entire stuff around the veto is like, okay, well, Kyle won the veto. He's not going to use it if you're telling him that Alyssa's going to go up. Like, yeah. get over it. He's well, clearly that, working with her in multiple ways. He's yeah. not going to use it. Just move on. And for Taylor and Monty and Joseph and stuff to ostracize someone you're working with because they're not going to use the veto when you already have two fucking people who you wanted – who Taylor legitimately wanted to target – Earlier yeah. in the week, up on the block, just get one of them out and get Alyssa out another week. She's not going to win anything. She's she's like super boring and unoffensive. Like, okay, you guys changed your mind and now you want Alyssa out, but that's just not going to happen. So why are you going to create all this division within your own group, within your own alliance about being upset that you can't get Alyssa out this week? Yeah. Just shifting who the target was on like an ostensibly super easy week was just messy. And the only people who were there to notice all of this are Michael and Brittany, who are like, mm, Kyle, interesting, interesting <laughs> that all this is happening. Well, we wouldn't do that to you. We completely mm -hmm. understand what's going on. And guess what? Kyle is now pretty much like not a free agent, but he is absolutely ready to turn against Monty and Joseph and Turner and Taylor and kind of side with Michael and, and Brittany and ready yeah. to either become a major target himself. He may either become a major target himself or be the first into the person to take the first swing inside of the leftovers, which is and great for Michael say, and Brittany. Thank God. Here's the thing. I'm ready for this. Alliance to eat shit. <laughs> I don't yeah. need them to be together anymore. That was one of the reasons I was excited for this twist. Is because I was like, great, this will guarantee that they're broken up and they can't like all have each other's back anymore. I'm sure these cracks are sure already starting to happen. They even did a graphic. Did you notice? They did a little graphic with like glass shattering over all of their pictures. Oh. <laughs> was that in the previous? Um, I don't watch the previously ons. No, it was, I think it was just in last night's episode. But, um, but I'm ready for that. And here, listen, you're in your own popular opinion corner. People are really going to hate me for this. People are going to hate me. You <laughs> will hate this girl's opinion. But um, I actually think Kyle is was totally in the right this week to do what he did. A hundred percent. Why does it have to be? I would if if it was me and everyone in my alliance is like, sorry, we know there's three other options, but we really need to get your showmance out this week. I'd be like, fuck you guys. Clearly you're working against me. I'm not using it. And now I really don't trust you. I understand for other people's personal games, like having Kyle and Alyssa 
together doesn't make sense. But for his game, it does make sense to have her around. And you can't convince him to do something against that that would compromise that when you already have two other fucking people who are not in your alliance already on the block who the HOH said the, the day before, I really want Terrence out. I really want Indy out. Like, it's just not going to happen this week. Sorry. Well, you guys changed your mind very late in the game over something incredibly petty because Taylor is convinced she's like the main character of the show, which in many ways she is. And said, so, oh, you stole the London trip from me. Like, okay, you're upset about that. But Kyle's just not going to use it. It's just very clear that he, the moment he wins, it's like, well, he's not using it on, you know, to get Alyssa out. Sorry. To push Move it that on. hard. Yeah, You exactly. have Terrence and Indy just sitting up there who you wanted to get out anyways. They were, they're all too obsessed. I think they all watched last season or not last season, the cookout. Wait, yeah. Cookout was last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they watched that and it's fresh in their minds. So they're all like, we all need to make sacrifices for the Alliance. You know, like how they all had to lose their plus yeah. one, like Alyssa and uh, Claire and whoever else. And it's but just like, But that's not how yeah. this Alliance is set up. Nobody exactly. has a plus one other than Kyle. Exactly. So they wanted him to like make this big sacrifice to prove himself. And it's sort of, I was totally team Kyle to be like, uh, how about no? <laughs> I don't need to do <laughs> Let's that. Let's just get Terrence out. Let's <laughs> yeah, just get exactly. Indy out. Well, they actually did have that. I apologize. They did have that when the... Festy bestie thing was going on of like, oh, you got to nominate Kyle when we actually want to get out Daniel. So there's an element of that at play when the Festy thing was happening, but it's not anymore. Get out the other people. Yeah, it was just, a, and it's so funny because her, Taylor's initial instinct of wanting to get Terrence out was the right one. And they came again and they kind of flipped on that, essentially being like, Terrence has no shot to win any competition the remainder <laughs> of the season. Indy at least kind of competes in these. Like she's not, she hasn't yeah. won anything, she but she's okay. kind of like, she's performed decently enough in all of the competitions. She hasn't been a total fucking flop like Brittany. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, oh my God, the HOH comp last night. Terrence is like magic eye, man. I know. I was playing along. I would have Bus driver reflexes. <laughs> he did great yeah and jasmine also did very well um but uh, yeah i keep forgetting that it's not a spoiler and we can say that terrence won hoh but yeah they it, it if they'd gotten him out who knows maybe it would have been two leftover hohs and that would have been really fucking annoying um i'm just so glad i was rooting for all the people who haven't won yet because i was just like i don't want to see another like, fine. I, I support Michael being a comp beast. It's exciting. I think he's definitely going to break the record and be the comp beast holder of all time. But I'm just like, I've seen this before. Show me something new. I want to see a Brit HOH. I want to see an Alyssa oh HOH. Oh, that would just be a Michael HOH. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that was exciting. Good for him. Comp King Terrence. Big T. Sweet T. So... Um, what, what else, what else do we got? I do want to talk about, okay. How do we feel about Coachella and Direfest? Brochella, big Brochella. So I called. just want to say, if I wanted to be on Survivor, I would have applied for Survivor. 
If I was for the people who are living outside, I'd be so mad. I would hate it. It looks so miserable. And I know that's supposed to be what it is because it's Firefest. But that is so uncomfortable. I would honestly consider quitting. I want to read a question from the listener at Lizzie Reed. Would you rather get to sleep in the house but not go outside for a week or live and sleep outside but not and get to hang out at the pool every day? This is an easy answer. Two for two. (laughs) Two for two. (laughs) Staying inside. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that. It's It's, hot in California. I don't live to. I I live in L.A. It's, It's in the 90s every day at night. If it gets to the mid 60s, it's like a chilly night right now. It's been like this for a month. It's like not going to let up anytime soon. I'm sure it's relatively comfortable. Their food is outside and they already have an ant problem inside. Can you imagine that food is going to be? Well, no, I know that. (laughs) But what I'm saying is it's going to be even more infested than inside. What is the bathroom Because it's not even in a cupboard. Is there a porta potty and a hose? Yeah, there's porta potties and there's an outdoor shower. So they have to all week. I can't believe it's a whole week. I was like, okay, maybe I could do this for one night. But all week, they're going to be so miserable. They're going to look disgusting, even though I looked today. And fucking Alyssa looks absolutely stunning. I'm like, how is this possible? Come on. (laughs) Can I be weird for a second uh, as opposed to all the time? Yeah. <laughs> I walked, I was watching feeds the other night and like nothing was on and they just had like all four cameras on Alyssa just like doing her <laughs> nightly routine, <laughs> like getting out of the shower, putting <laughs> on some lotions, <laughs> yeah. plucking some eyebrows, staring at herself intently in the mirror. Mm, yeah. And it was like, this is, this is life. This is like pure <laughs> voyeurism. And I was like, it must be because she looks wonderful all the time. She's beautiful. She is so pretty. I I really like she looks like um, Alicia Silverstone to me. Oh, just chewing yeah. up food and spinning it in her adult son's mouth. <laughs> Baby's mouth. Yeah. Um, Not a but, baby. He's like 12. Okay. You know, sorry I met for Alicia the cars driving inside my house. I'm sorry. You know, I met her. Alicia on HQ. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like, R.I.P. Batgirl. I know. R.I.P. Bat nipples, except on Batgirl. Yeah. Uh, good choice, I think. So anyway, but the rest of them are going to look like shit. She's the only girl outside Alyssa. So I guess it doesn't matter if the guys look like shit, but they're going to feel like shit. The sun rises at 6 a.m. They all like to stay up till 6 a.m. How are they going to sleep? How are they going to do anything? Very much does come up at 6 a.m. Can we just talk about the groups? First of all, you do a two-hour show. You do a two-hour show with the fucking twisties of the twists, and there's going to be two HOHs. And we have and we have to endure three separate how funny that these people are wearing a Halloween costume I know. segments. Th- three uh, of those. Yeah. And then, okay, first of all, the groups should not have been selected by the people. They should have been either randomly selected or selected by the fucking producers who know what's going on. Absolutely. So there's insult. Yes. Thus injury. That's the injury is that they do the schoolyard draft. Mm-hmm. And the adding of the insults to the injury is that you don't even get to see it until Sunday In night. Two 
our episode. Julie is wearing culottes <laughs> tonight, and we can't even fit this in the two-hour fucking episode. It's longer than the fucking finale. Isn't the finale only like 90 minutes? <laughs> it was so long, and they had a whole segment where Julie was like, let's talk to the house guest. And she literally was like, Alyssa, how are you? It was the same question for all of them. I was like, surely she will ask them so, like something specific, something different. Like, Jasmine, how are those muffins? Something. But instead she was like, Jasmine, how are you doing? Turner, what do you, what do you miss? What's up with you? And it was like, no, wasn't it, what do you miss? And everyone's like, my family, my family, my parents, my dog, my family. Oh, grow up. Nobody has a family. Who cares? It was, yeah, it was, that was so painful. And like you said, I knew as soon as they did one segment on one of the punishments, I was like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to watch three two other segments. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We had to do three in total. And I even liked I liked the performances because I thought they were kind of funny. <laughs> but the other two, and I did like Taylor's accent. I thought it was great. But the other two, I was just like, who thought that Terrence applying tattoos was going to make compelling television? No one did. Because literally, like, when he first came out and was like, who wants to do tattoos? Which they had a funny moment because everyone was outside and he said that. And no one mm -hmm. was there. And there were chirps. <laughs> chirp, uh, you know. And yeah. then... He did that, and people were kind of interested, but, like, and all the girls were like, Ooh, we're going to put tattoos on you, Terrence. And then after, <laughs> like, Tattoo 4, it was, like, him really, really sadly applying them to himself and, like, just living his worst possible life. I know. I'm happy for him to win HOH because he really has, like, suffered. Yeah, I, I'm stoked <laughs> on suffering. it. But, like, he's – can we just, like, spoil – can we just spoil yeah. who's in what yeah, teams? Who cares? You're listening to this pod. Okay, sure. so Big Bro Chella, Michael selected Taylor, Brittany, Monty, and Jasmine. In Direfest outside, your boy DJ Showtime is rolling with Joseph, Kyle, Turner, and Alyssa. So the only I think the interesting there's interesting things to talk about in both groups. I think you had mentioned earlier, like, come on, can we just get, like, one leftover out this week? Um, unless she wins the veto, I I feel like this is sadly it for Jasmine. She's, like, kind of cornered. I'm not giving up hope. For There's not very much, very much the possibility that, like, Monty becomes the target. That there. would be like, my he's, ideal. He's big enough, but, like, my understanding, mm -hmm. the nominations haven't happened, is that Jasmine is definitely going to be one of them. Yeah. If oh, Terrence sure. knows what he's doing, if knows what's going on at all, which sometimes it almost seems like he does. Um, that's the interesting one because that's the um, side of the house where you have two non-leftovers. You have Terrence and Alyssa in there. Um, if Terrence knew what was going on, he might want to nominate Joseph and Kyle and, and do everything possible to keep Alyssa safe. Yeah. I also very much see him just being completely manipulated by the boys to get Alyssa out. Yeah, but Kyle's not going to let that happen. Is he? I th Kyle's. I think Kyle doesn't personally want the blood on his hands of Alyssa being gone. I think Kyle well, very much recognizes that it's not good for his game 
to be it's good for his game in a way to have her around but ultimately if he if he does separate from himself from her it's not the worst thing in the world he also for personal penis reasons doesn't want to be the one to do it you know <laughs> ppr uh <laughs> brett may i have permission may i have consent to blow your mind you have permit you have my consent Kyle has already spilled the leftovers to Alyssa. He did it like 10 minutes yeah, before we started. Yeah, he this did it podcast. this morning. Yeah. So, um, leftovers is over. Kyle doesn't, Kyle wants to work with Alyssa. He's saving her butt. That, he's making the first move. This, like, he is saying, fuck the leftovers. I'm in with my girl. Personal penis <laughs> wins out over PPR. that group of losers. So, it's on, baby. So who who will manipulate Terrence the most? That is the question. Is it Joseph or is it Kyle? Because it's not going to be Turner and it's not going to no, be No, Turner Alyssa. has a good relationship with Terrence. I know, but Turner doesn't isn't going to manipulate anything. I'm sorry. Turner is not an active player. He is Turner not is a very good calling player. the shots. Turner is the president. Turner is a very good player. Turner is relaxing his way. Two final two. He is <laughs> if not. I can if I can do nothing and win seven hundred fifty k, wouldn't you call me a genius as well? Yeah, absolutely. But that's what. I, but I don't think he's doing anything. He's just going to sit back and relax and watch Joseph and Kyle try their best. During the Amira week, the week Amira was evicted. Remember, Ter Terrence was the other nominee and Turner did a very excellent job of like managing what was a blind side to the rest of the house. And Terrence didn't even find out till the night before that he was staying. But I think Turner did a very good job there managing yeah, Terrence but he had, during that week. He had all this group of people behind him telling him what to do. I have a counterpoint to okay. your theory about Kyle outing the leftovers. Please tell Alyssa. The only person she could reveal that to is Terrence, who kind of gets it, who kind of gets it. This is, and you would love this because you love horror movies. Mm. This is an it follows situation. Oh. In that Kyle, both physically and mentally, Kyle has sex with Alyssa for a whopping 10 to 12 seconds, which check the feeds. <laughs> And that in the plot of it follows when you have sex with someone, that person becomes like the target of the monster. Right. He has also poisoned her with the knowledge of who the leftovers are. I think she's like the target for the week. He has poisoned yeah. her. He has marked her for death <laughs> with his PPR. Listen, if that's true... What, what does Good it matter if him. you tell? What does it matter if you tell her who the leftovers are? If the only person there to listen is Terrence, and you're walking out the door before you can tell Jasmine, I guess. I guess. Yeah, you're right. But but I think it's because he's in love with her. I believe. <laughs> I think if I'm reading he it correctly, he's only had two partners before Alyssa. Good lord! Hence his inexperience. Sure. But I think it kind of would be a win-win for him to drag her to final two. That I, is I not going to fucking happen. Like I, I think it would be win-win because then he doesn't ever turn his back on his new love. 
his future wife. And and my hubby I think he wins against her. We did a thing. <laughs> Ring finger in the gram. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I no, think Kyle is I a dec- I think Kyle is a decent big brother player who is completely spinning out for PPR. <laughs> and his game is like just crumbling right now. He is mm. 1000%. If he doesn't go home this week, he will absolutely be the person to like take a swing at Joseph and Monty and then become the target later. Like he is going to be he's like the pawn sacrifice now inside the leftovers because both sides because Michael's going to turn Kyle against the other side and if anything just and if and if Kyle doesn't make any moves against Monty and Joseph Michael will tell Monty and Joseph hey man Kyle came to me he really you know doesn't want to work with the the um squad anymore he really wants to target you guys he feels completely burned by this like you know, Kyle's now damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. So I think he's spinning out. And Alyssa, again, I don't think is like a good player at all. Completely no. clueless. Totally clueless. And doesn't care. I mean, she really doesn't care. Well, I no, was watching, I was waiting for like a big reaction when Kyle tells her like that he's been in this group. They've orchestrated all of the past evictions and she was not included. Her showmans didn't include her. And she was just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, she, just, she like literally is uninterested in winning the game, which yeah. is like why I ultimately it's like think she's kind of a nothing. She's like truly uninterested. She really. Yeah, she she, she would be. She's like much better bachelor content bachelorette contestant. Like she literally yeah. is here for love. Doesn't care about anything else. Doesn't care about the 750K. Doesn't care about winning. Doesn't care about legacy. Doesn't care about her place as a big brother. Like, doesn't care about any of those things. And doesn't doesn't care about winning. So it's like, whatever. About, like, being an influencer. She really doesn't. She just wants to marry Kyle and have his child. He doesn't have a job. I know. He lives. She's going to have to move into the Mormon basement. Oh, my God. Nothing good happens (laughs) there. No. Um, but she is the still, I, the reason I still like her, cause usually that's the recipe of me hating a player, like indie as a player, I was yeah. not a fan of, but because she's the cause of so much drama, I'm like, we can't lose her yet. <laughs> I need her to stay and like Kyle to fight for her for whatever reason to blow more things up. Like it causes more excitement. So that's the only reason why I'm kind of into her. Um, As I said last week, like this could have been a very bad twist for some of our some of our leftover faves, including Michael and Taylor. And I mm-hmm. think like they're set up really good. Taylor's not going anywhere this week. I mean, there oh, certainly no, is good. the because it's only five people. There are apps. There's absolutely the scenario where um, someone is the nominee be- by default. Because two people are nominated, the third wins the veto and takes off one of the other two, and there's literally only one player to nominate. Anyone could technically be nominated this week due to no choice of the of the the HOH or no fault of the HOH, and only two people are voting. Um, yeah, I'm not concerned so about it Taylor. I, All I'm concerned about is how is she going to keep giving me those villainous moments? Yeah, I, I need those cringe moments from Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't see Taylor going home this week. Um, 
I don't see Brittany going home. It feels like Monty or Jasmine on that side. And then on the other side, who knows? Because Ter- who knows, man, with Terrence. But like, yeah, I don't know. things are I, happening. As we speak, they're, they're talking more about leftovers and all of that. So we'll see. We have to get to questions and comments. We got can, I, can I mention two things in a minute? Please do. Please Not do. right now. because So I have this notes app where I keep track of my notes of... Um, <laughs> what happens on the episodes. Yeah. And every fucking week, it logs me out in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I like log out and log Like I try to like, can I just be on the site for one hour without, a be- without myself, without being logged out? And it just doesn't happen. So all my notes are gone and you should just read a question and vamp while I figure out how to log back into my thing. All right. Well, we got, we got one that was actually midweek and I was really interested in that. So it's from, and where'd it go? It's about a reunion. Basically, is it a good idea for Big Brother to host a reunion show the way so many reality shows do? And I think the person who sent this in thought it was a good idea, but I'm going to go ahead and say I actually would not be interested in that. I don't watch really any of the post-evicted interviews. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Once they're out of the house, I'm sort of like, you know, in the offseason, it's good to keep up on the drama. It's amazing that Christmas and Memphis have made their little family like... It was crazy when it ended up being Claire and Derek X in a romance and they got that weird People magazine spread or whatever it was to announce it. Um, But other than that, I'm really not um, concerned about it. I think a lot of the fan base is interested in like these house guests atoning even more for what happened in the house. And I'm sort of like, I'm really happy to just leave it alone. I don't need to watch that. I don't know. I don't care. Like, I don't need to watch Daniel and Nicole be told by, like, all these podcasters about how horrible they were in the house. Like, I trust they'll see it. There's enough of the Internet that's against them. I'm sure they'll see it. I don't really need to watch it. It's not satisfying for me. I don't care. Like, I really don't care. Honestly, it almost borders on making me feel bad for them when I'm like, oh, my God, they're sitting in a hotel room and they're getting pounded for four hours. Don't clip that. Of... By like on day three, you told you said that Taylor was a bitch. Yeah. And so like and they're like you could see the light dying from their eyes. On the other side, perhaps don't do that. Of perhaps course. don't be a fucking asshole to people. Of course, which Daniel just... and Nicole were, but you see that they're doing all these interviews and like, Jesus Christ, they're these people are being like completely you could see that their life is like kind of being ruined and it almost makes you feel bad for them. I don't totally feel bad for them. I almost feel bad for them. But it sucks. To answer the question, I mean, we. I think haven't we been saying – I'm on the, on the other side of this. Haven't we been saying for years that the finale and Big Brother is, like, kind of broken? Like, why is it, like, 90 minutes long and they, like, reveal yeah. the winner with, like, two minutes to go? And she was <laughs> like, it's a live show. Come on, guys. Um, yeah. They don't, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but just, like – ask questions for like 30 minutes like survivor does a does a reunion show they haven't the last few years but they used to do a big studio reunion show and it was like 35 minutes it wasn't super long and honestly by the end it got pretty boring but like make people i don't know answer make people answer some questions maybe give them 
give him a give him a glass of wine or two. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I guess that's the other thing is like I don't care about any of the people interviewing. Like it seems like people are trying to chase clout. And so that makes me instantly dislike the interviewer more than the person being interviewed. So I guess if it was hosted by like Jerry O'Connell, maybe I'd be interested. JOC, the host of the real love boat. (laughs) Also, I just wanted to make sure. So that was from E. Tulinator, that question. Okay. Thank you for that. I have to jump in back and I got my notes back. Okay. I have a couple minor things, as I always do. Alyssa, after voting... When everyone does their, hi, mom, hi, dad. Love you, mom. Love you, dad. I hope I'm making you proud. Mm. Why? That, ca- that calls a <laughs> lot of attention to the fact that you were having sex on, like, a live stream all week. That calls a lot of attention. Just don't and say just anything. Want- don't say anything. It makes mom and dad feel worse. I want to remind everyone that we are a pro-sex podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> I say if you can get laid... Girl, get laid. I've had Whether sex it's in the Big Brother house, at or least once else. in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> once Same with Danielle, who has a literal <laughs> child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm never going to be. I'm not like we are not shaming people having sex in the Big Brother that's house. Awful. It's only natural, honey. At least, hopefully, you're using protection. But you know, ha- have fun. Have fun. It's a long time to be in in that house. But, but, uh, but why, yeah, that was a like, very weird moment too. Yeah, it was just weird that like weird thing to say, nothing to yeah. be proud of. I mean, or you'd be very proud. Maybe they're maybe her parents are like maybe she's like cool. <laughs> maybe they're like yeah, you get sick. Be five. proud of me for getting laid. Um, okay, another thing that made me think of after Jasmine voted, she went, "I love you, Jasmine." <laughs> <laughs> She like uh, shouted out her. She was like, "I love you, Poochie, and I love Jasmine." <laughs> she shouted herself out. <sighs> Amazing. Uh, another quote. Okay. This is this is Taylor after applying. Oh no, I'm sorry, Terrence after applying his first tattoo. Very rockish. It's a vibe, and we got to catch the vibe. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> We got to catch the vibe. It's true. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention five minutes ago. Speaking of outing the leftovers. Yes. My man, Michael, the mm. lawyer, just textbook, just textbook winner. Goodbye. <laughs> message. Know. Just yeah. absolutely textbook. Love you. Wish you all the best. Super sad to see you go. Also, this is why I'm a very, very good Big Brother player. (laughs) And here's every reason to vote for me for 750K. Goodbye. No hard feelings. Excellent. We're going to get, he's going to deliver seven more of those. Good for him. Just wanted to call that out, that Michael knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he's going to win. I'm not worried about him at all. From, From Miles, Monsieur LF. What other tone-deaf celebrity couple costume punishment could you see CBS doing? So, yeah, people were people, I guess, were mad about the skin and fancy outfit. This is, I really, I don't think this is a big deal. I really don't think Because they were like heroin addicts? I guess. I, I, I haven't even looked into it. And I'm telling you, like, the vast majority of people watching Big Brother who are casuals like me aren't looking into it. And don't see anything other than like goofy wigs and funny accents. They're not, I, I'm not worried about I bet about most it people don't even get the reference. Yeah, I don't get the reference. So I don't think it's. It's Sid and Nancy. Deaf. 
Right. It's Sid and Nancy, but who are they? I don't know. Sid I just Vicious. know they're punk rock. And his girlfriend, Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> Nancy, <laughs> Nancy Reagan. <laughs> what rhymes with vicious? Um, also, other than Benefer and the now defunct Pew Graph pairing, RIP, what couple costume punishment would you personally like to see? That is so fun. Okay. Famous couple that I would love to see. I would love to see other than... <laughs> that is such a good question. Um, it's really good. I would love to see them dressed as animals. <laughs> so like Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> oh, I'd love yeah. to see cute, like a cute animal costume. Then I would get into furries. You're right. I I immediately regret that then. Um, so the thing with Sid to. and Nancy is that like they both died from being like massive drug addicts. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. It's also the 70s, man. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't know. It really didn't bother me. People are very sensitive these days, huh? Am I going to get canceled for saying that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, just the, the snowflakes out there. I want to give a huge shout out. And I don't even know if this person listens to our podcast, but a huge shout out to Matthew Reimer, who sent me the idea of Britney's dress on last night's episode because it is fabulous and it's from target just so everyone knows so shout out oh the, then, the actual dress yeah i want it i want to buy it it's so cute okay from Lizzie would Reed, shop at target she would uh and she does and it looks great she does so do she I. saves money she's a yeah. member of the target red club <laughs> this is what julie should have worn last night let me tell you this is now this is a dress from just a comment from Lizzie Reed, I really need Jasmine to win HOH and get Kyle evicted. A lot of people are anti Kyle now, and I just don't relate. Yeah, because Kyle was like, hey, you know what people we should target? Uh, Taylor and Jasmine and Monty and Terrence. Yeah, that was that. I'm glad that they Not a hot said look. something about that. Yeah, and then they had like crazy. the kind of antidote to that where Brittany's like, hey, how about we don't? Because we don't know that yeah, they're working together. <laughs> and we can't just assume because that was what happened last. Like, you can't just assume that every minority is working together because there was like a really powerful alliance of mm-hmm. of black folks the last year. Just right. stop. It was uh, it was it was an interesting note it that they felt- put in there. But it also it did not really make the thing is though, like they did that, but I don't feel like they totally showed like what Kyle was was suggesting. Like they didn't they they had Brittany like kind of keeping Kyle in line, but they didn't really show like the thing that Kyle the things that Kyle was saying to like really bury him. Like they kind of protected Kyle in a weird way mm-hmm. too. Did you feel I don't know that's how I felt. So I haven't seen, because I'm not, I'm trying to avoid the really intense, Twitter's very intense this year. So I'm trying to avoid a lot of that. And um, so I know that he, clearly I watched the episode. So I saw that he clearly is thinking that this is an alliance that could be happening. Um, But I I haven't seen much worse than that, if there is worse. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm like you. I like don't. I don't like. I'm like avoiding the rage clicks. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way too. I mean, I, I think I just part want to of enjoy this my like, summer show. Can I just enjoy the this? Is summer show house. This is not a summer house. This is not a summer house. Yeah. Can I don't want to feel like 
like I want to kill these people. <laughs> I don't want them to get fired. Speaking of killing, I just want I want to yeah. get to a great question from at Regis Probst. Oh yeah. If you could dress up as any murderer for a BB punishment, who would you choose? Oh my gosh, great question. That's a any murderer. Hmm. Um, I would dress. Oh, clearly, like my man, Freddy Krueger. I would. <laughs> I love a striped sweater, <laughs> and I would just horizontal. Have most, yeah, Are the horizontals would, in. Oh, it's in. It's like um, uh, very nautical. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I love. I would just have long nails. If if I had to wear scissors for or not scissors, knives for hands, I would. Yeah, I think that would be really chic. That's a cop out because you chose a fictional Why? murderer. Well, I don't know a lot of real life murderers. Danielle, I'm I want to go on a completely girl. Oh, interesting. I thought you were. I've seen some. I've seen the big ones, but I like the staircase. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll be him. Be- I'll be the guy from the dad from the staircase. <laughs> Have you seen the trailers for the show Blackbird on Apple TV Plus, where it's like Taron Edgerton is like a criminal and he's like in jail and he, was, he wants his family he just wants his kids back or whatever and they're like give me we're back gonna, my son we're, yeah they're gonna like lessen your sentence if we transfer you to like a max security prison and you you become roommates with this like scary murderer guy and if we learn more about him and you tell us the police about him then we're gonna commute your sentence and it's like kind of creepy it's scary and it's like late 70s early 80s vibes and he goes to the prison and it's like I don't think it's Paul Walker Hauser, but it like very much is. It probably is. And the, oh gosh, the murderer is like, you're trapped in here with me. I'm going <laughs> to rip your head off. He like talks like that. And it's like this really serious drama with on Apple TV Plus. But the murderer is like, I just want to see blood. <laughs> Sounds like Mr. Hankey. <laughs> yes. I can't watch it without laughing. Richard Jewell, baby. That's that's the that's that's the murderer I'd be. But he was cleared. Who would you it be, is Brett? Paul you didn't Walter even answer the <laughs> You didn't even answer the question. Um, I don't know who is the hot. Was it who is the hot guy? Was that? Gacy, hot Who's, guy. Oh, t- um, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. He was the hot one. I'll be the hot yeah. guy. Okay, cool. Um, from from Ryan B. Ryan Slither Ryan, aka Slither Ryan. Uh, what food item do you hope Jasmine would call you, Danielle? You look better and more wet and wild than a rack of ribs. That's what I would want. Pretty baby, you look like some baked clams on a Tuesday night. (laughs) Club's going up on a Tuesday. Uh, BBFan022 said, did you ever imagine that DJ Showtime would win a comp? I did imagine it. And it was even better than in my fantasies. (laughs) That was amazing. It was like, because he got... He won like early, like he won the second to last round. So he was guaranteed to be in the last round, which means he was going to be one of the two HOHs. And I was like, yes, this is great. I figured a lot of people end up winning a comp because sometimes there's like roll a giant dice, shoot a lawn dart at a thing. And there's no way to be good at it or have any strategy. So I figured he would win one of those. But he was like really good at this comp. Yeah. Brittany and Michael, uh, Michael won as well, but there were a few rounds where like everyone was just kind of staring and he was just like, bam, bam, bam. He was on it, honey. 
He went from the bottom to the top, from the block to the HOH. That's my man, DJ Showtime. Uh, Matt May says, for the fest, I expected it to be a random draw or something to do with the placement in the HOH comp. What do you think about the two HOHs having to pick? We answered, it sucks. It stinks. sucks. Here's the thing, though. Okay, I, I think it stinks. But, I mean, what changes would you have made? To them choosing because they're really there's only like three non leftovers left and it's I like, would have a giant wheel with everyone's yeah. name on it and have them spin the wheel no but like it's still like wouldn't the I guess the kind of alignment of who is in what group you still wouldn't have that many leftovers and like, you still have roughly the same amount of leftovers and non leftovers in the groups. Like how would yeah. you have, would you like, okay, the easy one is like split up Michael and Brittany. Yeah. I would wish like if split I was up in Kyle charge, if I was Melissa. just the evil producer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would just say, all right, this is the random draw we did, which is all the duos are split up. <laughs> so you guys are screwed. That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, I, I was upset by it because I just think it should have been random. Also, they should have fucking showed it on the television show and not like, and now they're going to, the first 20 minutes, because God forbid they show anything happening on the show. God forbid they just show the people strategizing and talking to each other and doing the social manipulation that we think of as the show. They're now the first 20 minutes of the episode is going to be like, so we're in the backyard and it looks like a jungle and I have to pick this person. And then the next person comes into the, the DR. So we're in the backyard and the rules are that I have to pick this player. And it's like, and explaining the rules of just like a simple backyard, like team draft. And it's going to take up 20 minutes of the episode when they could have just showed it on TV on Thursday night. And left more time in the episode for like the strategizing and stuff that is going to happen, especially because you have to show everything fucking twice. It's going to be a complete waste of fucking time on Sunday night. I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, I think that's all <laughs> for our Brett, questions and comments. <laughs> no, I just, there's nothing to add. I totally. Oh, welcome, I back, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> That's it for our question. Thank you so much for your questions and comments. Here's my question to you, Brett. What's up? So Kyle has spilled the leftovers. Nominations today, veto tomorrow. I thought this was going to be a really exciting week because of the split. But now that I've seen it in action <laughs> so for boring. like 20 minutes, it's going to be so boring, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, like... Yeah. There's only so many people they can talk to and there's only so many places they can go or, or different permutations of those five people. I'm like, oh, great. Now we have final five feeds, which are always boring, but we have them when there's Twice. nine people left in the house. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, shit, this sucks. Yeah. And like, and especially for the people in the backyard, there's like nowhere to go to have a private conversation. They're all know, just why there. Why do they build a little... Hut, no, well, like there's also the something. balcony upstairs, and they're not allowed to go on the bal- like the outside balcony to go up the little stairs. Also, what are they going to do like when they build the comps and shit? Like, and how are Kyle and Alyssa supposed to have sex? I think DJ Showtime would not <laughs> mind watching. <laughs> These are the questions that we have. I know that the producers are listening to this. They are. They brought back their Your Mermaid Fantasy. 
I know. I hope I bring it back. I hope he makes it part of his final two speech. Michael's winning this game. That's Danny's big bull oh prediction. Oh, God. Now you fucking ruined it. Now he's not going to. That's my BBP. Yeah. <laughs> Your PPR? <laughs> All right. You can always send us questions and comments at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. We don't have any other socials. Hit us on Pinterest. (laughs) On LinkedIn (laughs) for our inspirational talks. Uh, And thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.